How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This is The Run Home feature interview. Thanks to Mick Delivery. The Tall Blanks have got a tall order ahead of them as they look to earn a spot on next year's Paris Olympics. The draw for the qualifying tournament was set and we've got Greece, Slovenia, Croatia, Egypt and the Dominican Republic standing in the way of New Zealand. And the only top team will be the qualifier. Joining us now is the coach of the Tallbacks, a legend of a player as well as a coach and a Hall of Famer for FIBA and Piero Cameron. Appreciate your time, Piero. Uh, first of all, your, your initial thoughts when this one hits you between the uh, the eyes, this pool. Yeah, it's uh, any time we get to play uh, in this uh, in this qualifier, it's going to be tough, and all all teams are tough. Uh, you know, Slovenia, Croatia, very tough, and um, we look forward to this challenge. The, uh, the the level of competition, obviously, you're peeing for the Olympics, right? So it's not tiddlywinks. You're not expecting it to be um, some pickup game. You're, t- you're taking on um, other teams desperate to uh, be at Sports Ultimate uh, Showcase. So you, you didn't expect it to be easy. Does does this lean on the, the harder-than-hope side of things? Look, uh, we knew coming into this tournament, uh, it's right up there with the you know, top three tournament in, in the world. You've got the world champs. you also got the Olympics. And then you got the qualifiers for both, you know, which is which is always tough. But um, yeah, it's, it is what it is, you know. Is if we looked at all the teams coming in, there wasn't one um, there wasn't, wasn't one tough game. Uh, Egypt, you know, we just got over in the World Cup a couple months ago. Also, Mexico, a part of it, who beat us. It's just no easy games. But in saying that, you know, the traditional powerhouse teams that have been uh, to the last couple of big events um, including the Olympics in the world Slovenia you know, and, they, and they've got a really healthy uh, bunch of guys who are in the NBA so yeah, it's always tough but we love the challenge Piri, You're about to say, you've never been one as a player or a coach to back away from a, a challenge Piero, and obviously uh, use the words earn a spot at the top for a very fair reason. It, it, this is what it is, right? This is about earning a place at the Olympics. It is, you know, and, and all our players and the squad and the greater squad, I think all uh, people who uh, put themselves in this position to be a part of their team will be trying to make their team. Uh, you know, this is, this is what it's about, is uh, getting yourself ready to take on and be part of the, you know, this is ideally the pinnacle of our sport and they don't come around a lot. So, yeah, the focus is on those uh, qualification games. Uh, we look forward to it. Now, uh, you mentioned the World Cup earlier this year. What what did you, as uh, the coach in the team, 
take out of that tournament? Look, there's a lot of a lot of opportunities uh, that we felt we put ourselves in a good position to take uh, the game. Um, we had our moments against the US team eventually falling there by a pretty big number and then also the other game against Greece uh, to progress through to the next stage and that was a you know, really tough game and got away with us in the last minute but I felt we were always give, us, give ourselves a really good chance uh, to get the win and the guys did really good and you know, really thankful of uh, the players and the staff that what they did uh, to prepare for that, that two months prior was was big, and you know we gave ourselves a shot and, and accepted the challenge. We just couldn't get over that hump, but it's great experience for everybody, and hopefully we can think of a few things and and get through the next challenge. Speaking with Talbots coach Piero Cameron and and Piero, take the USA uh, opener out of it. Uh, every game that New Zealand played in that tournament. It was competitive. The, there's no scores blew out one way or the other. Uh, there was uh, forced to be, you know, forced to battle, but also uh, no signs of, of towels being thrown in along the way too. Yeah, mate. Like, uh, you just got to accept what it is, you know. Uh, everybody puts on the black singlet to go out there and give their best and hopefully advance to the next uh, part of the tournament. Uh, and you got to do all the little things right leading up to it. Uh, and there's a lot of accountability on on that commitment part of things, you know, getting things right along the way to get yourselves that chance. Uh, you know, and, and I can't put, you know, I can thank the, um, all the players and the staff did a great job with that. Uh, there's another challenge at, that looms. We've got a little window in February, uh, so that'll be good to see another group and test our depth chart uh, with our players. And then we go from there uh, getting our squad organised uh, for the qualification. What's your view, Piero, on uh, on squad makeup? Uh, did those who, who went to the World Cup get a head start? Is it a, a fresh slate when you select? How do, does what has been achieved in recent performances in the in the black singlet play a big part in, in who you will decide to take to this tournament? Yeah, we've just gone through a little bit of a ID thing where uh, we've had forty plus athletes put their hand up who want to be a part of it, which is great. And um, we'll go through it all. No, it's it's always uh, looking at our what's the best team um, that can help us achieve our goal. Uh, and then we, you know, us as coaches in the high performance and BBMD have to come together and look at that and along with our, along with our uh, leaders as well, our players. And then see how we tackle this um, challenge in front of us. They say that styles make fights, uh, Piero. What, is, what does it mean for basketball? The, the teams that you know you're going to, have to go up against, do you see the Tall Blacks' style and approach meshing with what they're going to bring as far as something you're able to use as a weapon over them? Yeah, we you know we have a style that we're uh, very accustomed to, but we're also very creative uh, with the ideas and the way we want to play and adjust um, to different things that the other team do. Uh, yeah, it's it's all up for discussion uh, with our group that we choose and, and the best uh, way to give our, our team a chance to advance. 
Pedro, the 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 players you take, obviously in this country, the the, the number one shot window. Um, it, 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 you could say the sales NBL is actually catching up pretty fast to what that is, but the breakers obviously uh, is what people look at. It's the most commonly viewed basketball uh, here in the country. Um, not uh, a great start from them. Does uh, does the, the breakers being in the current position they are have much of a flow on effect to the national side in your view, as far as you know the options for you? Look, I think it's a little unfair. You know, they've got off to a great kind of start and, and they've got some great uh, pieces. They've, they've actually lost a couple of guys who are going really well through injury and, mm. and guys have stepped in and, and, you know, haven't been able to replace some positions. But hopefully this uh, fever break they've just had are able to realign and, and get things going for their group. I think they're talented and, and, you know, I think there's a lot of good things going for them. Uh, you know, and it's it's great to see uh, guys like Finn and Liafa play in there and, and see what they do. Uh, it's great to see a lot of the uh, tall black players playing in this league because you get to see them week in, week out. Um, yeah, it's, you know, they're, they're a professional team and, and hopefully they turn the corner. But I think, you know, the, the tall blacks is different in the way that they have uh, pieces that are part of their professional team um, but you know it's a bit different when you play for your national team and you play in these big tournaments because they don't come around a lot uh, and it's a tournament whereas theirs is a season and um, you know we just want them playing the best ball they can uh, especially getting into the playoffs and then hopefully they can bring that on with the um, national side uh, campaign. And uh, working with, uh, with Brisbane, you've got a, a good a good view with uh, with all these Kiwi talents coming through uh, courtside, so that's exciting uh, to be able to go to. Now, just mention the sales NBL. Do you see many of the, the guys putting their hands up to flow from that tournament through into the national side at this current stage? From which tournament? Uh, the sales NBL, the local. Oh, they have the season there, the New Zealand team? So I'm that's right, yeah, the New Zealand They've only just started free agency last they sure week, have. so I'm, I'm unsure on wh- you know who's where. Uh, I know a lot of our players are overseas the um, Aussie League, so that's always good to see uh, players returning to the New Zealand League. It is a tough league; it's unique uh, with the style um, that they play there, and it's great. It's great to see, you know, especially uh, coaches getting a chance to, to coach in a, in a high-level uh, league uh, and also the players coming home. And, you know, all players love to play where they're from in their home city and or their home country. So that's a plus. How competitive are you expecting uh, this qualifying tournament to be? By that, I mean, do you think it's something that you have to progress through unbeaten uh, or drop maybe just one game to be able to get that top spot? Or do you think because teams can be so well matched, there could be a lot of ebb and flow and uh, it's not necessarily about one team dominating? I think two games, there's, so there's pools of three. Two um, teams will advance through uh, and play... Uh, there's two pools in each country, and they'll play each other in the semi in the finals one, and only one of the six teams will go through to the Olympics. So it's tough, but it's a great tournament. It's, uh, we were part of it, I think, a couple of years ago, three or four years ago, we did it in the Philippines, and you know, it was a battle out there. I remember the games, and we came really close, uh, but we didn't get over the line there. But it's a, it's a, it's a massive tournament, 
and there's so much at stake. You know, everyone's trying to get to the Olympics. Um, yeah, it's going to be a great challenge. Sure. Well, looking forward to uh, to seeing how things progress. Uh, how are you feeling about the uh, the state of basketball? Obviously, as someone who gave so much to the the local league, the uh, the national jersey as well. Uh, OG with the Breakers uh, back in the day as well. Piero, where basketball's at in New Zealand from uh, from your position uh, across the Tasman there, obviously. But how do you view the state of basketball and the model that it's being run with over here at the moment? It's pretty good, you know. Like, like a great indication is uh, the number of players, uh, teams that are uh, being part of the the Asia qualifiers, um, the Asia Cup, and also uh, the World Cup. You know, going through that kind of qualification region is massive. Getting our 15s, 17s, and 19s through there, it's really good to see, and it's great to see these um, athletes getting um, getting tested. Uh, in this arena because uh, it gives us a chance to look at um, these athletes for the future uh, and also see you know, what other countries and other teams and how they're going, what they're playing, what, what the emphasis is or their, their style of play or, or whatever. It's, it's great to see. Um, it's something that we probably didn't have 10 years ago um, but now it's just a lot of basketball and at the high school levels, pretty massive huge amount of participation there of high schools and that and and also all the different players and athletes coming through with the um, the NBL it's great well great to hear that uh, someone with your great insight in the sport sees the sport looking in such great shape always appreciate your time Peter Cameron and best of luck uh, with this Talkbacks campaign Uh, we'll be rooting for you can't wait to see uh, what this team puts up in such a massive tournament thank you Sam cheers mate was the run home feature interview thanks to Mick Delivery staying in to watch the sport let us cook get your Macca's favourites delivered with Mick Delivery ba da ba ba